Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. Listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. And as always, so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere smack dab right in the middle. But here we are. for it. I have to start by saying I'm grateful I have no desire to drink today. It's always the top of my priority list for reasons I have talked about many, many times. And we'll talk about many, many more. So grateful for that. It's crazy. I do Today, have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's. I am recording this in the morning, and um, it is piping hot. It is, it's that blend, actually. There's a little Don Francisco's hazelnut in it. It's just scratching me right where I itch, but it is so good. It's one of those days where it's going to be hard for me to talk about anything other than ACDC. I just feel like talking about them today, but I won't. I, I, just, I just love them I'm a heavy metaler at heart So, I mean, I don't know They've always relaxed me We can talk about them all day It's so nice to find something in the world That's just Bullshitless Anyway I get a lot of nice letters and messages, and I've gotten a lot this week. Really beautiful stuff. Feels good. Feels good to know so many of you (laughs) really understand the point of the humor on my Instagram page, sarcastic.aa.book. I mean, you guys get it. I mean, it's, and you're funny, and you're sick. You have a lot of healed pain, a lot of levity. So important. There's nothing on that page that I have not been guilty of myself in some capacity. Just nothing. So, 
I think it's very healthy. The effect. But that's me. I wanted to talk today about Zoom and my experience with Zoom. I've talked about it a little bit, but it warrants a complete program as my experience has been so transformative and so important and so such a crucial part of my story in Alcoholics Anonymous that I was never expecting. You know, I got sober in 1989. I've been sober since October of 1989. And, and um, <clears throat> I've been to meetings in many states in the United States. Aside from Canada, I've never left the United States. And uh, I was drinking when I went there. But I've been to AA all over the place. I've met thousands of people. I've had thousands of conversations over the years. Had an incredible, rich experience in Alcoholics Anonymous. uh, For which I'm grateful beyond measure. And, um, you know, I've always been, (laughs) I was just as, as, just as skeptical as, you know, the most skeptical people could be. I remember years ago, I used to run a treatment center and trying to find a good therapist. It was hard, I think really hard to find a therapist that whose message was congruent with the principles in the 12 steps. I mean, it's very hard to find. We found some, but it had to be uh, telemedicine. It had to be via the computer. And I hated that idea. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I was close-minded to it. Content prior to investigation, I was like the whole litany of reasons why. I'm an in-person person. I like to people. You can't tell where someone's at if you're not in the same room with them. I need to feel their energy and all that. I was just adamant. So I met with these three therapists on some computer software. It wasn't Zoom. It was something of that ilk. And... um I agreed to meet with them. I was the program director and I, the boss wanted me to do this, the uh, owner of the place. And I agreed to meet with them only to kill it. My plan was to meet with them just to shut it down. And I was vocal about that. And I met these people here. I'm still friends with all of them today. One of them named... (laughs) One of them named one of their goats after my wife. <laughs> That's a whole different story, but still very good friends with all of them. None of them live nearby me, but I met them and I just fell in love with them and vice versa. And it was really powerful. I felt like I had sat down and, and I don't know. I felt like I was, I didn't miss anything about not being in person with them. I didn't miss anything about it. 
Everything about them was conveyed through the screen. You can pick up a lot about a person by looking at them on a screen. There are lots of messages that are sent. Lots. And so I was sold. And we never, we never stopped using them. And it changed everything for us. And um, then we had to have the inevitable conversation with most of the residents who heard it was going to be online. Most of them killed it, you know, or were against it and closed off to it. And much like I was, and 99% of them after the first session would come out and say, wow, that was amazing. That was amazing. So I was already living uh, with that experience and those experiences when the pandemic hit and there was talk that we were going to go to online meetings. I was, I had already gone through that. So I was open to it. I understand about metacommunication, body language, what you convey without speaking, which is a lot. Your level of presence, your level of engagement, your, you know, um, there's all kinds of things that are conveyed and you can convey through a little box on a computer. And, um, so I went into it with a really open mind and I thought, I'm going to try to make this great. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I know a lot of people are having a hard time with this. So my mindset was, I want to be someone who embraces this and, and, and I want to do everything I can to contribute to this whole thing in terms of making it a positive experience for someone else who might need more help than I do making this a positive experience because I had already had a positive experience. So I was thinking that was my mindset going into it. So I started going to meetings all over the place on Zoom, all over the place. And because of the sarcastic big book, I, I got to go to meetings and I mean, I got to speak all over the place and go to all these different countries and all this incredible stuff started to happen. And I was able to go to my old home groups in New York city, you know, which I went to today, actually one of those meetings. And, um, it was just, it was, I loved it. But what I wanted to say is that, you know, and I've shared it on here before, but my belief is connection is an internal thing. It is not an external thing. And my experience this past year or so on Zoom has proven that, reinforced that. 
I will be lifelong friends with people. There's no doubt about it. I have met only on Zoom. Who are in other countries and other states. And, you know, I have a friend named Mary. Hi, Mary. If you're listening. Mary's favorite word is connection. She's all about connecting to people. She's all, she's very huggy. She's very affectionate. So am I. I'm a very affectionate person. And Mary loves being with people as much as anybody does. She loves it. She misses in-person meetings. She loves them. She thrives in those situations. And she's just, when I think about people who really love in-person meetings, she's the first person that comes to mind because she's expressed it and I know her and she's a friend and she talks about connection and all that. And she's had the exact same experience that I have had in terms of Zoom. This has been the best year of her life, she says. She wouldn't mind me sharing this. She's friends with so many people now that she's never met in person. And it's really, it's just been incredible. I feel closer to some people that I've never met than I do to people that I have met. A lot closer. Like incredibly close. It's kind of amazing. So to me, it's just clearly an internal thing when you're connected to somebody. Because for me, selfishness blocks me from you. Not Nothing else. Not distance, not geography, not a poor connection, not anything else. To me, what blocks me from you is my self-centeredness. Judgment of you, impatience, intolerance, closed-mindedness feeling worse than you, not paying attention to you, etc., etc. That's all selfish. And that's all internal. I have sat in many a crowded room, as everybody has, I'm sure, and felt completely disconnected from everybody. And I'm there. And people want to hug me and this and that. And I'm shaking hands. And I have gone to the meeting hall down the street many times over the years and just wanted to kill everyone in the room. I didn't want to. That's not exactly what I mean. But I just didn't want to look at anybody or I didn't feel close or connected to anyone. And I've felt that way hundreds of times. And I have felt on Zoom meetings at one with everyone on the screen. So, I don't know, maybe you have a different belief about this stuff. But I really felt like sharing it because if if you've been closed off to this, it's not too late to 
you know, try to expand your experience. It's really incredible. I don't think Zoom will go away for AA, frankly. I know some meetings are starting some hybrid things. I think we're doing that here. The meetings I go to on a regular basis are not, they've never been in-person meetings, I don't think. A couple of them have. Some of them have. Some of them have not. But I don't think it's going anywhere. And, you know, if you've had a bad experience, if you're, if you're, if you're put off by it or you're afraid to do it or you're resented or whatever, I mean, it's not too late to go. If you're vulnerable in a room full of people, it's the same as being vulnerable online. You know, it's maybe one of my home groups is a morning meeting. And when you sit in there, since it's so early, everybody's really quiet and it seems super, super spiritual. And it is, but, you know, part of that is because I think everybody's so tired. I don't know. I'm only half serious here, but online, um, and it's harder for people to feel like people are listening to them because it's more obvious than it is in in in-person meetings how many people are not really paying attention. I don't think this has caused that. I think it's illuminated that. I think the attention span is exposed. But that's me. Maybe you disagree. But because of that, I think I want to... I've shared about it here. I mean, it's probably so boring to you now. But I really try to go online and be a good example um, to make people feel seen and heard because everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. Everybody who signs on needs that. Everybody needs that so bad. Everybody needs that in life. And I will share. There's a meeting I go to and I've been going to where, oh my God, it's like Animal House. It's like there's a bunch of us and we're just, we're just, we're, we, we joke around a lot. And my, my meeting etiquette at this meeting is really hit and miss. I'm really, <laughs> I don't feel good about it all the time. I really don't. I try not to message or text or anything during meetings and too much, but there's a meeting. I, I do kind of a lot of that. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get even better at that. Saying it out loud, I'm like, dude, pull it together. It's rude. There's this group of people that's just so funny. It brings out the little kid in me in school, dicking around. It just brings that out in me. Anyways. So, I didn't talk about ACDC. I talked about something else. But there it is. I 
I sponsor people in different countries right now. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Spoken in Russia, speaking in Iran. Canada, England, Germany. It's kind of amazing, no? The whole world is opened up in a beautiful way. So I'm glad. I'm very grateful that I have been open to it and I've been enjoying it so much and I'm going to continue to be open to it and try to get better and better at contributing rather than taking, which is an ongoing thing. It doesn't stop. Like, sometimes I'll go to a meeting with John Barleycorn or Christian, and I see them and I want to say something. I want to text them something. I want to message them something off that will make them laugh. It's very hard. But I can do it. It's not my alcoholism, it's for sure. It's just my radnessosity. It's just my amazing <clears throat> just incredible insightful just shut up. I'm just gonna stop. I wanna give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three on the East and West Coasts. To the Black Rhinos International Book Study. I wanna give a shout out to the Design for Living Group. Another group that I absolutely love. Sober Gratitudes Podcast, Podcast Greater Than Yourself, Anonymous Recovery Podcast, That's Not in the Book Podcast, and I want to say hello to Chelsea. There's so many people I want to say hello to. Yeah. You know, if you are a male model like I am, um, listen up. If you're not, you can end the show now. It's over. But if you are a male model, you know it's not easy. It's not easy work. Going out into the world, you know. I tried to go to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods yesterday. And um, somebody wanted me to sign a basketball. I'm signing it and I'm writing, you know, because I go everywhere with a Sharpie and I'm, I'm signing it. I'm saying I'm writing what they want me to write, you know, which was very sexual. And uh, while I'm writing it, I'm like, you know, I've never played basketball in my life. Like I played horse, I think, and lose every time. I think I, you know that, right? And they just weren't even look. They weren't even listening to me. It was like I wasn't even a person. They were just staring at me, smiling. And you know, I'm you know, hashtag beach bod struggles. You know, hashtag beach bod pain, really, pain and suffering. Beach bod pain, suffering and struggles. Um, you can't see it, but I'm crying right now a little bit. There's one tear. 
but it's a big blue tear. And it's like, it's just, it says a lot. If you could see it, you'd be like, wow, he's really hurting. All right. I'm going to go cry about this. Have somebody else go to the sporting goods store for me. Yep. I don't know why. Oh, no, no, no. I will also say, I almost forgot. So important to say that everything's okay. Not just saying that. Everything's okay. It is. You might not feel like it is. But everything's okay. my life was saved but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving and I hope you'll do the same <laughs>